What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. That's right. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, everybody. A video game show. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine day? Oh, my lower back hurts. Yeah. Because we've been sitting here so long playing video games all day. <laughs> this is our, for anyone listening to it l- later, this is our live episode that we recorded during Extra Life 2022. So uh, this is now, we're not doing the full... 24 hours this time we you know as fun as that is like the few times we've done that it is very very fun it is but it's also very exhausting and i know it's for a good cause but it's one of those things it takes us like days so to like recover from it so hats off to everyone who feels like they can do the full 24 hours all in one run but if it is still the month of November while you're listening to this, well, that means we are still doing fundraising for extra life 2022 because right now we're at like a thousand dollars and 58 $1,058, I think, yeah. and our goal is 1500 So even if we hit the goal, we'll keep going. And anytime we stream throughout the rest of this month, we will make a notice of it and say, hey, you should still donate to help out our cause because it's a great cause uh, helping out Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, specifically Dell Children's here in Austin, Texas yeah. for us. But if you want to join up on our team still and do a little fundraising on your own, you can totally do that. Uh, we'll make sure to post the links and all that stuff to make it easy for people to find that. Join our team, set your own fundraising goal, and hey, we'll have a great time. And again, for a very good cause. But so today we are here though to talk about our final category entry into the category of our ABCs of video games. This is volume seven, I believe, and we'll be taking out the last bit big chunk of the alphabet because you know it is the last chunk of the alphabet, got some weird letters in there, and it's a little harder to think of some games, you know. Uh unlike what was the one earlier for X we were gonna use? Xylophone. Xylophone hero, I think. For, I don't know any. <laughs> so, you know, well, which I don't even think is real. But anyway, it's, uh, it's, there is that new game like Trombone Simulator or whatever oh, it is. Oh my God. That's my T so game. There funny. we go. But yeah, so to wrap it up this time, we're going to be doing the letters uh, S to who now? Yeah, God. Who now? Let's get these adjusted back. The arms on this chair are killing me. Yes. Yeah, I know. Mine are hitting it too. Uh, but so let's go look at our list here and we're going to be doing the letters. Uh, S T U V W X Y and Z. Yep. So got a little bit of a, a chunk to go through, but I think it's going to be a good time. But before we get to that, you know what? You're here. You're listening to Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. And guess what? You can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel or on the few occasions like today where we live stream it, you get to watch it live. But also today is a special day because this is our not only our 280th episode of Team Chat Podcast. Big claps all around. It's also our seventh year anniversary. Yeah, we're seven years seven old. Seven years old. We're in what? Some of you have been listening to us talk about games for seven years. Seven which years. For that, we are eternally grateful and love. Yeah, you we really you. are. Like even, and if you're a new listener too, that's like it's awesome. We're glad you're here. Uh, it's your support and your. Uh, and just knowing that you're there on the other side of the speakers is honestly the drive that helps keep us going and helps us making uh Hey, Kirok, just Kirok. in time. And we got chat ups. So we'll be talking to chat too. Uh, but yeah, we were just going through the intro, Kirok, and, and everything. And so it's a... Uh, it's a big deal. You're and just it, in time to catch the episode. Yeah, just in time to catch us getting sentimental. And uh, because it really is just every time it rolls around to to another year, another time of us doing uh, Team Chat Podcast, it is one of those things. It's like it just is really special because I know this show means a lot to us. 
Oh yeah. Uh, it, it both not because it's it's the thing that we've been doing for seven years, but also it is the thing that in even when our lives are the most stressful and crazy and hectic, that we still like coming back here and doing it because it centers us, it grounds us, it makes us feel relieves our stress. As weird as that may sound, I mean, but it plus doesn't. just it's how many weird. games have we gotten to play that we never would have yeah, if it weren't too. for the show? Stray, we probably wouldn't, wouldn't have, played have played Stray. Stray probably wouldn't have. Yeah. And also, we've made a lot of great friends along the way. Like everybody who's been in the chat here today with us, like yeah. we've met through this show. Uh, well, not know. my brother. I, I knew him from before well, the show, true. but <laughs> and a few people. But I, literally everybody in this chat, I feel yeah. like who's been here today, I have met through the show, and you have all become my friends, yeah. and I have loved getting to meet uh, meet some of you, you know, in person. Others just over the online. Kirok, we'll meet you in person someday. That would be fun. It, it'll, it'll, that. it's coming someday. Uh, but so, like, it, it's it's just really, it really just every single year, it just means so much when we get here, and it means so much uh, that you all are still here, and we hope to be here for a while longer. So. Thank you for all of that. Uh, but to keep up with the show and see where we keep going in the next seven plus years, you can do that too on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversations, talk about things gaming related and non-gaming related when we're not here recording the show. And finally, also, if you help to like help to make the show bigger and better, you can also go over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, just like Super Saiyan Ace, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Andrew M, and Michael S, and Brandon W have done, where they've gone over there for as little as a dollar a month to support the show. And in return, we give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before its general Thursday release and access to a private channel on our Discord server, The Rogues Gallery. I'm going fast because she's getting to the heart emoji. And But if there's not you know stuff that you uh, if you can't do that that's no big deal though we totally understand especially in this economy uh so you know any way that you want to help support the show by in three ways such as telling your friends subscribing i'm not there yet (laughs) 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 subscribing uh telling your friends writing us reviews all uh all that good stuff helps make the spread the word of team chat podcast out to the masses and for that we are eternally grateful and we love each and every one of our listeners viewers patrons friends alike Heart emoji. Heart emoji. Thank you very much. Well, with that, you know what we've been playing. There's no time to catch up on on all the stuff that we've been uh, that we've been playing because you've been seeing what we've been, pl- been playing today. So instead, let's jump. And all these hearts in the chat—they're giving us the heart emo- emoji right back. It's lo- it's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but since you know what we've been playing recently. It's time to jump right in. Sorry, now, since we are doing the last little bit of our uh, ABCs of video games, uh, ABCs of video games volume, we obviously, and you're doing it live with us here, throw your suggestions in the chat. Yeah, we want to hear yours. Like, no, that game is stupid. Well, also, it's, Let not, us know. it's not up for debate. We just want to also know true. yours. <laughs> I guess that's true, too. It, it, it you you can throw out suggestions, <laughs> and then we will also... Yeah, you're not going to sway our, our choices. Our, I, don't know, I mean, there have been a couple times when I'm like, I've said one, and you've been like, but what about? And I'm like, damn it, I should have gone. Yeah, sometimes. So maybe, especially for these more random letters... Uh, T is for tech. And well, for we're not to T yet. Yeah, we gotta do S first. Uh, but you know, and so I think it's it's just a a great time. Yeah. So without further ado, let's jump in to our ABCs of video games. But first, let's do a little bit of a refresh. <gasps> oh yeah. So I'll go with my list first. We have A Assassin's Creed Two, B Bioshock, C Control, D Dark Forces. E, Edith Finch, slash what remains of. F, Far Cry 3. G, Grease. H, Horizon Zero Dawn. I, Infamous. J, Jedi Fallen Order. K, Killzone. L, The Last of Us. M, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. N, No Man's Sky. O, The Order, 1886. And P, Pyre. 
Q didn't have one. Didn't Sorry, have one. it was a spe- it was a uh, honorable mention. Life is strange yes. for me. And then R Red Dead Redemption Two. All right, and I've got A Animal Crossing New Horizons, B Black Book, C Chaos Legion, D Dishonored, E Evil Zone, F Folklore, G Gravity Rush, H Hollow Knight, I Indivisible, J Journey, K Kirby Air Ride, L The Legend of Dragoon, M Manish Cap, comma The Legend of Zelda. Well done, well done. <laughs> Nancy uh, N Nancy Drew, O Octopath Traveler, P Professor Layton. Q also did not have one honorable mention, Golden Sun. Mm. R, I actually don't remember what I said, and I didn't add it to my list. Do you remember what my R was? R, 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 I feel R. like it was Rage a good... Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's not on the list, because fuck that game. <laughs> yeah, it was Rage 2. Rage 2 again? Oh, man. We're happy to do it anytime. <laughs> anytime, any place is a good place to shit on Rage 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. So that catches you up. That uh, that gets you up to date. Uh, we also have here in the chat, uh, Kirok says, suggestions for me to play Farthest Frontier. I do need to check that out. And a uh, suggestion for you to play Uncharted. <laughs> I already have. I mean, the suggestion is mute because I've played it and it's terrible. And Lule- Dead Cells in Shambles. Yeah, Luli Dude says Dead Cells in Shambles. Yeah, sorry, Dead Cells oh, didn't make boy. it to either one of our lists. But let's get started then with our letter S, which stacked. Did you look? At, it, it's, at pre- S? it's pretty tough. Because, I mean, well, it depends on if you're counting all of the supers in Super Mario. Well, and if you've got to count the Star Wars, because every Star Wars oh, game starts with Star Wars. True. Also, I didn't think about it. The, technically, the Civilization games are Sid, Sid Meier. You're right. Civilization. So all oh, of these shit. are in this. You know, we yeah, didn't yeah, follow yeah. it quite uh, grammatically correct in titling, yeah. but who cares? Uh, so anyway, I did Edith Finch, comma, what remains of. So, you know, get yeah. off my back. You know. S, though, was a stacked category. You a lot of with? great games in there. And there were honestly, I had a couple. It was a, like a toss-up between four. Ooh, what were the four? Just, just throw them out there. I'll throw them out there. But, but we'll throw out the three that you didn't go with first. Honorable mentions. The ones I did not go with first are Super Mario 64. Mm, okay. Huge nostalgia factor to that game, obviously. Uh, was probably the very one of the first Marios I played. Or played any consistent time into, really. So it, it, I thought about it for a second. Stronghold, castle building simulation. Uh, my Lord Jarrett. The Lord Jarrett, the cow malady emote. Yeah, for those oh of you man, who don't so know, that's got team chat history. It does have team chat history. For those of you who don't know, the, the malady emoji that we have, emoticon that we have in our Discord and stuff is based off of a voice line in the Stronghold game where your scribe comes up and says, my lord, our cows have been stricken by a strange malady. A malady so has a struck our cow. cows, my lord. <laughs> so you can put that one in as cow malady in Discord oh and have gosh. yourself a good time. Everybody loves cow malady. The cow malady's great. Yeah. Uh, then there was also Saints Row the, thir- the Third. Because that one was fun, like a little Grand Theft Auto-esque, a hmm. little bit more over the top. You get to beat people up, people up with a three-foot-long dildo bat. Fun. It's kind of fun. Always fun. But that's kind of all I have to say about it. That's like where where the fun stops. That's where it goes. <laughs> so the S then had to fall to Stardew Valley. I was wondering if you were going to do Stardew. Uh, with Michael, excuse me, Luli dude there, and Chloe, uh, uh, Celebrate that was here earlier, yeah. they are both Stardew stands just like we are. Well, and also uh, Triple XP 
Have you been have you been keeping up with some of their latest episodes? No, I stuff? haven't. Unfortunately, this year, I'm in, sorry. Yeah, I, I need to catch up on the last couple myself. But they did an episode this year, which I also will say I've been meaning to tell you guys this. And if you guys listen to this later, if not, I'll still go tell it in your Discord because I've really been meaning to. They did one of their episodes this year for their show where they live they were live streaming Stardew and just recorded themselves talking and just shot the shit while playing Stardew Valley. I listened to this while I was mowing the yard, I think, earlier this year. And without even without having the visual cues of what was happening in Stardew, you could just follow hearing what was happening. the music, hearing them talk about what they were doing. Uh, that was honestly an incredibly like uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the word now, but just like therapeutic, not therapeutic, but like it relaxing, was, um, engaging. That's the oh, word. Like okay. even though I wasn't watching it and just still listening to it, but like hearing you guys talk about it while and like just do your normal talking while li- just playing the game, it was like a super fun format. So you guys should keep doing it. Yeah, that. also, Triple XP Podcast. If you're not familiar with them, there are friends across the pond, Shane, Mike, and Cheese. Cheese. Shane, Mike, and Cheese, they all frequently stream themselves, I yeah. think. At least Cheese does. I see Cheese on all the time. Uh, so yeah, go give their podcast a listen. Go give them a follow. They're all very cool people. Yep. So anyway, Stardew Valley uh, is just like... Oh, thanks, Candice. It's my new short hair. It donate. Great, right? Donate to the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I donated the hair to the children i didn't (laughs) no it wasn't good enough quality they were like this hair sucks (laughs) and i was like damn burn (laughs) oh man and so yeah so uh stardew valley is just one of those games though (laughs) yeah you know mike shan cheese (laughs) that is pretty funny uh stardew valley though is just one of those games that another one that i didn't expect to like but good lord no one sees stardew coming and like you can watch it and you can be like i don't really get it and then you play it and you're like oh shit yeah it really does (laughs) like it's it's just a new thing entirely once you actually play the game and get into it that way but you know um, it's just one of those things. It's like so cathartic. Your flashlight is on. It is on. <laughs> so cathartic. And Are you secretly signaling for help? <laughs> Am I holding you hostage? Help, the, help. The um, but it's like one of those games that just like it came out of nowhere. It was not one that I thought I wouldn't originally enjoy because it, while it does have like a combat aspect to it. Slightly, You're not really a big fan of Sims, like life Sims and stuff. Yeah. Like I do like the more top you know, broad scope ones like civilization and stuff like that. That's where I like to enjoy that strategy and stuff, but just more of just like growing your crops, harvesting your crops, selling your crops for more money and slowly Getting upgrading a girlfriend over time. Or boyfriend. Exactly. Getting or 10 girlfriends and boyfriends. <laughs> and it just, it just, I don't know. It just struck a chord. I wasn't expecting it to strike. And even though I haven't gone back to it and played it in a really long time, I put several hundred hours into it I when mean, I was in the, the maiden throes of my uh, uh, obsession with it. So I have the urge to start new Stardew files constantly, but I literally have to stop myself because if I start one, I won't stop. That's it is saying. so... like That's That is one of the most addictive games on the planet. And I think that what Stardew does that sets it apart from all of the other pretenders or even the ones that came before it that may have influenced the creation of Stardew none of them have nailed the the formula like none of them have nailed down the formula the way that concerned ape the maker of stardew valley has just the flow and the timing are spot on to keep you going in a near infinite loop 
for sure. Yeah, it, it Stardew is, has done that better than any other game I've ever for played. For sure. And so, you know, if that's your jam, even if it's not your jam, I would say check it out and try it because it's just incredibly fun on all fronts. Yeah. And it's incredibly relaxing, too. I think we, we really got into it, like, start just before a pandemic. So, like, having that during that time especially was... yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Sam got in super into it with me as well. Uh, we actually got her one of the Switch lights. So she Just could, so, so she can play, play Stardew. Yeah. yeah. So we could both play it together and stuff like that. We did a little bit of multiplayer on there too. And so for that reason, it's another one for that she and I were able to enjoy together. She got super into it. She had like notebooks breaking down the like prices and, and oh, exchange yeah. rates and all this stuff. She got super into it. It was awesome. We even like um, our, our friend Caitlin has been playing oh yeah she just recently got into stardew i love hearing like from a new person's perspective because i think she's still or at least last time i talked to her i think she was in see the fall of her season of her year one okay so she was just getting to the point of being or maybe it was summer no because i think she she said that she last time we all saw her she had just cleared the mine right but the mine isn't necessarily tied to the season oh that's true and i think that when i asked her what are you growing i think she said tomatoes Mm. and that's summer okay Okay. so she's either in she was either in fall or summer uh, of year one but by now it's been a few real life weeks since then she's probably in year four i mean because at the rate that you go in stardew you just go and go and go it just it just grabs you and what and doesn't like oh so for that it's number. It's letter S on I my list. I was very strongly considering doing Stardew, and it was really going to depend on whether or not you did it because oh. I do have another S that I. Gr- I also had a pretty stacked list of S's, but I didn't do this one for O, and I also didn't do it for M, and I felt like if I didn't fit it in here somewhere, Bro Mogan would have a conniption <laughs> and then tell on Mother to me and be like, Mother, my sister is bullying me passively for not talking about Super Mario odyssey ah. so super mario odyssey i finally i'm fine i also was i also gaslighting <laughs> <laughs> bro mogan thinks he's always being gaslit and he's just not <laughs> but yeah i want to talk about super mario odyssey because it's been quite i mean it came out as one of the launch yeah, i was gonna not, say it's launch right was it a launch i think title? it was launch title no i, I feel like it came no, out no, that no, 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 summer no. I don't remember. Yeah, all right. We don't remember. I feel what, like it was though, but I, like, yeah, I don't. I don't think it was a launch title, but it was one of those first. Right. Like it was Super Mario Odyssey and Splatoon One that and were like and Breath Legend of, of and Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild was launch title, but That's Splat right. One and then um, Super Mario Odyssey came out a few months later. I think both in summer. <laughs> oh, sure. It's all in my head, is it? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, so I feel like Super Mario Odyssey in recent memory has been I mean probably the best the best Mario game. Yeah. Uh when when people go back and they talk about Super Mario 64, I I agree that it's a, a pillar of gaming similar to the way that I feel about Ocarina of Time. Like mm. I get it. I get why people have such an attachment to that game, but objectively speaking, like you can go back today and replay it and it just doesn't hold up the sure. way a lot of people like to think it does. Whereas Mario Odyssey, I feel like in 15 years time, Mario Odyssey is still going to be 
top tier. Well, it still is because you still have to pay 60 bucks for it. You do. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it's the kind of game that is going to age really well. And I feel like really all of that comes down to how well the mechanics were done and how in-depth they were. You know, more so than any other Mario game because of the capabilities of the Joy-Con, Nintendo was able to get really creative with how you controlled Mario. Uh, From the way that you throw Cappy with the Joy-Con to the different types of extensions to your jumps that you can do to make uh to make the platforming really deep right and then of course all of the different fun variations that they just sort of played around with with the creatures that you could take over with cappy your your living cap that is your companion for the game that lets you take over uh, other living creatures and temporarily become them you don't kill them it is worth noting once you're booted out of a creature that you were in it's just sort of days sure. so sure it is non-consensual possession but they live <laughs> but the way that you're just able to take over these unique creatures that have really just a one they're all they're all sort of one trick ponies yeah but they're all so fun specifically the um in the world that is like the the champagne world because all of it is based so bowser has kidnapped princess peach of course but the whole point of the game is that he's going around the world stealing uh artifacts and items for his the wedding of his dreams so he's going around stealing stuff like a cake a dress a diamond ring a tiara he's stealing all this stuff to make their wedding incredible flowers champagne so in the world that is the champagne world uh you get to take over this little octopus enemy that can go up like that can go vertically up and then horizontal but can kind of get both in the water and out of it depending on how far up you go and then going horizontal from there based on how much water propulsion you have in your jet stream nice and it's just so fun and stupid and then My other favorite is Needle Nose Bird. Don't remember what it's actually called, but it's like in the way later sort of samurai looking world with Bowser. Yes. Where you take okay. over this little short borb with a big nose. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, you yes. like stab your beak into walls and then ping pong your way up them. I do remember that one now. What a fun, what a fun, stupid idea that, that Nintendo was like. Yes. Well, and we're going to make like, a whole game of this shit. <laughs> the first animal I feel like you get to inhabit is a frog that has the uh, yeah, Mario's a... mustache. Oh my god, it's so Incredible. funny. Yes, everything that you take over gets Mario's mustache, including the T-Rex, which was also very funny. And to get everything to do. else that you can take over and it is just absolutely hysterical. So, from the visuals, the soundtrack, the level design, just the overall vibe of that game is so bright and fun and it's just got a lot of levity to it. Yeah. That I feel like isn't necessarily present in most games these days. It's got that mix of old school Nintendo mixed with the best of what today's gaming has to offer. Yep. And I feel like Mario Odyssey is just going to be... it. I, I do kind of agree that it's not really talked about enough. Because to me, it seems yeah. like an instant classic. It does feel like but it kind of came But you don't really away. hear other people mention it that much when they talk about like... What's your favorite Switch game? Right. Most people probably won't say Mario Odyssey, but it deserves to be considered in those ranks. I think it's just as good as most of the other games that have come out 
uh, first person uh first party ips yeah. that have come out for nintendo it's it's easily in the top three even so i think mario odyssey deserves its spot in the sun uh even more so than mario sunshine dun, 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 which Lord. also could have been an s oh yeah <laughs> we could have really shoehorned <laughs> really it in there <laughs> but yeah i wanted to talk about mario odyssey i think it's in a fantastic game excuse me super mario odyssey i think it's a fantastic game uh 10 out of 10 Awesome. Awesome. Anybody got some S's that we're not thinking of that you're... Andrew's got one. Slay the Spire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't say it, but I'm reading his mind. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, like I just put in the Discord, there's going to be a, there's a Kickstarter for a video game, a uh, board game version of mm. Slay the Spire coming out. Also one for The Last of Us a board game coming out maybe maybe i should back that kickstarter so that i can gift that to bro mogan when it comes out <laughs> well now he knows you're gonna do it yeah, yeah well was he he'll forget <laughs> and then no i'll just gaslight him later into being Ooh, like i didn't say that you're crazy that. i'll delete it out of this episode so yeah, he goes yeah. back to watch the recording Thanks. he's like she didn't say it <laughs> <laughs> oh jared please do it that'll be so funny yes <laughs> oh man i should lowest tier for that kickstarter is 100 Woo. You got to be really. Big Never fan mind. Of, uh, you are Slave not getting that board game. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, let, the letter T is up next. And man, this is one I am excited to get to talk about. Ooh, do you think it's one that I'll guess for you? Potentially. Something we actually re- referenced it earlier today. Within. Oh. Star Wars Rivals of Tauntaun. No. Damn it. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Tekken is a good suggestion. Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is a good suggestion. For for, for Mogan. Tekken, the power of Juju, is a is a reach back into GameCube old, day it? one. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a stretch, but, but good suggestion. I only like played the, the demos of that back in the day. A so I never really that spent... you mentioned earlier. Yeah. It, more reference because we came across somebody in a game in when we were playing Overwatch, and you were like, I feel like that's a reference to this. And that was to... It, it's been it's 40 been years. I can't... Oh, wait. Trombone uh, Hero. Yes. Hero. Oh, I feel like I can almost remember it. Well, I'll yeah, just... Yeah, go, go, go ahead and I'll throw it out the there. for you. But uh, my tea is Titanfall 2. <laughs> oh, of course. Titanfall 2, to sum it up quickly, is probably the best first-person shooter I've played. Whoa! It's damn. I wasn't so expecting good. those fighting words. The wow. story of it, it, like, well, because like, yes, there are great first-person shooter games out there, and they have great stories, and they're fun to play. But Titanfall Two has an incredible story because it's like this this weird, not like weird, but just like a unlikely friends kind of thing where it's the pilot the main character jack cooper and his titan bd they are not like paired together at the beginning of the game but shortly there after the initial events of the game take place they are like paired together and stranded on this world and have to like fight their way through and fight their way back home and then you know take on the big bads and all that stuff so it actually has this really great like friendship story along the way of you bonding with your titan but then it has memorable villains 
uh, fantastic gunplay and mechanics. Like you got wall running. You can even have like some grappling going on. Grapples that can like grab your enemies and pull them towards you. Yeah, I remember the that. Like it's also very momentum based, it where really it's is. like the faster you move and are like slide. So the faster you can make yourself move through either a combination of of sprinting, wall jumps, slides, all that stuff helps your overall movement be smoother, quicker more reactive and you can even like throw grenades and things farther the faster you're moving so it's all about being mobile never staying in one place too long so you get really really good at all these different types of weapons sniper rifles uh, light machine guns submachine guns assault rifles pistols all of that stuff and it's just like you get to combine build out these different classes tie that to especially in the multiplayer uh, tying that to your different Titan classes that you can get different Titan abilities. Mine in the multiplayer is I like to use the Ronin one who has a huge sword and like a shotgun. It's <laughs> that's so, so cool. It's so huge. Harry. It's that's the so best Titan. like come at me, but like, I love playing as the Ronin. It's just everything about it is super fun, super engaging. And not to mention the level design of these, because especially in the campaign, that still that need for momentum is not only present just in the multiplayer it's also there in the single player game and there is a level that is like not only is titanfall 2 like one of the best single player i mean uh uh first person shooter games of all time this one level is like one of the best first person shooter levels of all time wow damn because it's like a training facility that you come across where the whole point of it is to be quickly thrown into uh different environments and combat situations so the whole time you're going through this level the whole uh geography of it is changing at a moment's notice and you're like uh, causing you to like ascend through this but like you'll be running through and this whole thing will like pop out rotate come back together switch and you're just like caught in the middle of it because you're obviously not supposed to be there at you the know time. just what you said just now reminds me of that one part in control where yes. you're running through like the maze yes. oh that sounds it's, awesome. it's very similar to yeah it. but again it's like enemies are coming out of nowhere you're fighting other titans and it's just it's just on all levels it hits nice. And not only that, then, and another part of it that also helps it be like one of my favorites is that the lore in the world of Titanfall was brought right in as the basis and foundation for Apex Legends. I mean, hearing you talk about the way that Titanfall laid down all of these really interesting mechanics, specifically around the movement, it's very easy to see what they le- learned from Titanfall and then decided to apply to Apex. Right. Like the same kind of like, you, you lose some of the gunplay, the like some of the mechanics, like you don't have the wall running and stuff like that, but like a lot of the same guns are in Titanfall that are in also, or upgraded versions of them are also in Apex Legends. Uh, there is the characters and the legends in apex themselves often will have tiebacks to titanfall 2 slight story spoiler for titanfall 2 but one of the villains that you fight later that one of the bad guys that you fight later in the game uh mini boss or a boss that you fight later in titanfall 2 is the father of the legend valkyrie in apex legends Uh, the main guy who like is going around starting them cuban blisk is his name what he's a like, name. <laughs> I know, right? He's like going around and, and recruiting people for the Apex games. He's a major character in Titanfall 2. So there's like all these callbacks to it and like references that you're like, if you've played Titanfall, you're like, oh yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So it's like just another one of these sci-fi uh, universes that just really delivers really well. And so the game itself, fantastic. And I think the follow-ups to it are also fantastic. The problem why Titanfall 2 is not really that well known or I mean it's well known, but like not I feel like it didn't get the the love that it de- that it deserves 
is because EA was a dumb dumb and decided to launch it on the exact same weekend as Battlefield One. What a mistake! And, Which I mean, when you think back, and then like I think the next week was that year's Call of Duty. Ooh, so like, yeah, it, it unfortunately got put in a tough spot. But yeah. I still love going back to the Titanfall multiplayer to jump in and play a few rounds. And whenever I know I keep saying this a lot, but whenever I do get back into streaming on a more consistent basis, Titanfall is going to be one of the games that I that I stream for sure. Understandable. So that's my tea. Nice, good tea. Uh, Speaking of good teas, I've got a double tea for Ooh. you. It's actually, a, it's not a recent game at all. I think it maybe came out in 2014. And Ark, friend of the show, longtime listener of the podcast, frequently pops into our streams, has been, and one of my old, 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 old internet friends. I think I knew Ark before I even knew you. Oh, wow. Because it was Splat 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, one of my oldest internet pals, also Canadian, just like Kirok, <gasps> Ark has been recommending to me Tangle Tower for years. Oh, I've heard of this. She's recommended Tangle Tower like for literally almost five years, I think. And I finally, I think it was super, oh God. Oh God. I think I was su- I think it was super on sale on the Nintendo Switch, and I was like, "Fine, I'll play Tangle Tower. That looks fun." So I finally took her word for it, and she was not kidding. It's a really, really fun game. It is so. Its only downfall is that it is very short. I think the max play time that you could probably put into it is maybe four hours if you were really stretching it. Yeah, three is probably going to be more more your jam. I think I played it just over the course of one or two days over a weekend. And truly for for the short burst of entertainment that it gives you, that entertainment is jam-packed. Like it's a short, concise game that throws everything that it has at you all at once for a very specific story. So the setup is you are a couple of investigators. Uh, Main investigator Grimoire, Mm. Grimoire, that's his name, and he is joined by his assistant... Don't remember her name. I will call her Lila. Could have been anything. She has green hair. That's what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's uh, Grimoire and his assistant. And the whole sort of dynamic between them is that Grimoire is like, you know, a very sort of on the job, you know, savvy gumshoe. Sure. But he's also a little bit of a dope, like when it comes to specific things. So he's sort of the the, the comedic relief. And then his uh, assistant, Polly? Her name's definitely not Penny because that's one of the other NPCs. Yeah, anyways, Lila, we'll call her. Uh, she's sort of the dry, very uh, to the point sort of person. She's, she's always sort of the one to throw out suspicions that she might have. Sure. And you have both been called to this mysterious manor, Tangle Tower, which is in a really strange location. It's in the middle of a lake on an island, surrounded on all sides by these mysterious white sheer fully sheer cliff faces that no one can scale that nothing can really get in or out of unless you take a boat to this island so it's very difficult to get to it and the setup of tangle tower is that it is the the marriage of two literally two families branching off of this one uh base Mm -hmm. so there's the base of the tower and then it splits into two and there's the so-and-so family on one side and the other so-and-so family on the other side by this point i can't remember any of the family names and if i remember any of the character names it's a miracle yeah but the setup is that someone has been murdered oh no good heavens happens main girl 
somebody. <laughs> Don't. We'll call her Jessica. Sure. Jessica has been murdered and you've been called it. You've been called in to investigate. The setup is very strange because on top of the uniqueness of the mansion itself, on top of the isolation of the island, the families themselves are very strange and very closed. So one of the the only witness, the only eyewitness to the murder, her name is Clementine. Catherine, okay. sure. <laughs> it could have been, it could be anything. We'll call her Catherine. Uh, Catherine is the matriarch of one of the sides of the families, but she stopped talking entirely years ago, and she's become very reserved since then. She's extremely stoic. She will not speak to you at all. She will not really give you anything, even though she reportedly loved the, like, the niece or nephew, I think it is, that was murdered in the same room as she was in. Uh -oh. So, the, you know, the it starts off and you're like, okay, did she do it? You know, did she actually secretly hate her niece? Was there something going on there? Yeah. What sort what are the family dynamics behind the scenes here that are creating this environment of secrecy and and um, lies, betrayal? Right, right. So you're going through the various uh, parts of the mansion, uncovering different rooms, different secrets, and interrogating all the different members of both families to get to the bottom of this mystery. History. It's not a complex game, and I really don't want to talk about it much more beyond that, other than to say that the artistic style is really fun. It's a very indie game. Okay. I think um, I think Tangle Tower was maybe made by a team of two or three people. Oh wow! It's a small, small team, but so for what it for what it costs, and for the amount of time that you get, it's absolutely worth the cost of going to the movies. Right? Sure. Like you could go to a movie and pay twenty bucks, or you can buy Tangle Tower for less than that get double the amount of entertainment out of it and come away from it feeling like hell yes i totally got my money's worth so it's a fantastic mystery game if you're a fan of any type of mystery investigation point and click adventure games those are fun uh tangle tower fits perfectly into all of those boxes and it is so fun and it's definitely an underrated hidden gem Hidden Indie Gem. That's what we're going to rate Tangle Tower. Nice. So go play it. I think it's incredible. Uh, I didn't think I had quite enough to do a full review episode on it. So that's why I was like, this is going to be my tea. This is my chance to talk about it. Very nice. So Tangle Tower is a really good game. Would recommend. Sweet. All right. Well, hit us in the chat if you've got any other great teas. We, I see Tekken. Uh, I do agree Spider. with Tekken. That's, that's, a, that's a good tea. Yeah, Tekken's a great tea. I'm honestly surprised it's not your tea. Well, uh, because Tangle Tower. We yeah, talk about Tekken. True. We've played Tekken we've played on Tekken. stream. Tangle Tower but was never going to get another chance. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, everybody, that's the T. Let's move on well, then to use. We actually have, I have three recommendations. Really? Yeah. I and, have one. Oh, okay. What's yours? Well, you're not going to like it. Oh. Don't say it, Jared. It's Uncharted. Don't, it's the don't, only you I had. Dude, do you want me to recommend you a you? Sure. Untitled Goose Game. Oh, okay. Did you play Uncharted? I never played it. Never mind. Go ahead with yeah. yours. Ugh. I'll keep it short. We Ugh. know Uncharted. Yeah. We don't need to talk about Uncharted Ugh. for very long here. Yeah. We're all, we all know Mogan's thoughts on it. Especially, I will just keep, take it to say it is a thrown in here choice just because it is like the only you uh, that I feel like I have played. I was looking through lists and stuff like that and could not. Unreal Tournament. Man, that would be good. Actually, that uh, was on my list. I haven't played it, though. I actually... I think I wishlisted it on Steam, though, after you mentioned it not too long ago, because I was like, yeah, if, if, if people get back into that, I might jump in on it, too. But uh, no, I didn't do that one. 
Uncharted though has it, it just takes the list because I it's not one of my favorite games that I've ever played, but I do have to give it credit for the fr- for the franchise it began, uh, and I do think that it is a fun just like adventure Indiana Jones style adventure that you, that you have out there um i agree with your criticisms on it like nathan drake is not the best character i don't necessarily Boo. love him for that uh but it is fun especially for me as a huge fan of the last of us to go back to it and kind of see the influences that uncharted had on the last of us and like it's it's layout it's design uh and it's combat to some to some extent uh uncharted 2 i have played also that's as far as i've gotten into the uncharted series uncharted 2 i thought was better than uncharted 1 uh just wasn't i think that's i think that's generally the the vibe of it of the fans of uncharted that i've talked to not many out there i don't really think that it's a very popular (laughs) game uh but most people i've heard that like uncharted either put uncharted 2 or uncharted 4 as their like top choices that's why i want to keep going through this through the series i mean i only have if i play all the games it's uh lost legacy which is the side story which i'm actually very curious about that one because of chloe frazier uh her character she was awesome in uncharted 2 so i'd love another game that's devoted to pretty much just her uh and so but there's that one and then the two remaining three and four and four i have just heard outstanding things of so i do want to get to four so i can try it out eventually uh and get to experience that but uh, that's all i really want to say i don't want to take too much time on it i know we have other letters to get to you know what but i just have to fill in uncharted i i did see the uncharted movie oh you did see I it i thought it was very middle ground not, i mean not absolutely terrible not at so so here's the thing i didn't think the movie was incredible i still think the movie is better than the game okay. yeah more like unfarted <laughs> got him <laughs> good job andrew so <laughs> really roasted sorry, him <laughs> sorry uncharted stands if you're here listening to us because oh, it, it does not get much love here on the old team no it podcast, doesn't for but good I like reason throw a few bones every once in a while <sighs> so that's my you so I really had three that I was thinking about talking about. Um, I was going to do Unch- not Uncharted. Oh, I was going to deal. Yeah, we're, we really are. I was going to do Unreal Tournament 2004, Untitled Goose Game, or little indie game. Well, yeah, it's an indie game. A little small game that many people don't think of, but that a lot of people have big love for. Unraveled. Oh, Remember see, I thought you were going to say Undertale. Oh no. I never that, that, that would have been a good one though. <laughs> yeah, I never played it, but I just know See, that that's one has the thing. A huge I also following. haven't. I've seen other people play Undertale and I totally get it, but not for me. Yeah, it's definitely not for me either. So yeah, I actually had a lot of different options for you, but I think the one that I'm going to go with, mostly just because of how impactful it was for my my formation as a gamer. Unreal Tournament 2004. Nice. So if you haven't heard me tell the story before, which I feel like most people have by now, when I was in probably third and fourth grade, I became good friends with one of my classmates, Jesse Janae, and her, she had an older brother. And he was like in his, in his teens, and we yeah. were like maybe preteen. So he had Unreal Tournament 2004 rated nice. M for Mature. Uh-oh on the family computer because <laughs> this was a time when the family computer was the only computer in the house and like in the middle of the living room yeah and i would go well they had a bonus room oh right they had money Fancy. they had because they only had two kids <laughs> my parents had three kids that so we, really we couldn't the afford the bonus room <laughs> Ogan really pushed me yeah we're, god, god damn it andrew <laughs> So I would go over to Jesse's house after school and we would get on their computer and we would either play one of two games, The Sims, 10 out of 10, or Unreal Tournament 2004. And oh my God, that game 
as far as first person shooters go, I think it's probably set the tone for a, an entire generation and then some of well, first person shooters and arena shooters. And yeah, stuff like and like arena multiplayer, shooters, online multiplayer, like online multiplayer, capture the flag mm-hmm. online, deathmatch. Yep. Uh, just just. T- tug of war <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't think they had a tug of war mode but uh i feel like unreal tournament set the stage for that to become as big as it did uh all of the maps are absolutely iconic face off is still one of the maps that's that one people, with the two towers yeah the two space. towers in yeah. space people still ra- i, I, I mean just as saw well. reddit post about it like yesterday. because face off is timeless <laughs> well you talked about it also in our like yeah. favorite mul- and favorite maps. favorite multiplayer maps to face off is, oh my god yeah face off is one of the best maps ever created for online multiplayer or just multiplayer in general all of the weapons were super fun some of them are stupid and useless but they gave you so much variation that i feel like you really don't get from modern shooters because the whole point of modern shooters is all of the guns that you have are in theory viable yeah like you can get a pistol and still kind of have a chance against a shotgun if your aim is good enough. Right. If you get the bio weapon, I, I forget what it's called, maybe the bio rifle. It, it is it's the bio rifle. The fucking bio rifle in Unreal <laughs> Tournament 2004, it like shoots out these little globs that just kind of stick on the ground. Yeah. And then if people run into them, they kind of hurt them. And if you've got, you know, good aim, you might be able to get people with it. But it's really not a good weapon. <laughs> Meanwhile, the shock rifle kicks ass. Nice. The flat cannon is goat, if you know how to use it. There's the rocket launcher, the Redeemer. Everybody remembers the the Redeemer. Yeah. It sends it out, out a nuke. And you're like, yes, I'm a god. <laughs> the, the announcer for Unreal Tournament set the tone for every other game in the world. Multi-kill, headshot, headshot, godlike. Like, uh, what what was it? Monster kill. God, the the announcer for Unreal Tournament 2004 was bringing it and would not stop. (laughs) So yeah, for for what it did for the genre and just for how much, how many endless hours of fun me and Jesse got out of it. What what I I'll never forget Unreal Tournament because because of how much of a place it holds in my heart and in the genre. I think that it's a, a cornerstone of first person shooters at this point, and I think it deserves the credit that it rightfully earned. I'm so, I'm honestly shocked it hasn't made a comeback yet. Like as a, with a new with a new. Well, I think take, it's because new... Unreal, you know, pivoted to really kind of just owning Unreal Engine. Right, but which... I still feel like. There's a developer out there who, if uh, if if Unreal came to them and said, "Hey, make a new Unreal tournament, 2023." I mean, whatever. really, after Unreal Tournament three, which I think came out back in like 2010, yeah, maybe it was a while ago. <laughs> they have they've they've really just. Let let the genre go to the wayside, which I kind of understand why, because now the field of first person shooters is so packed. It is, but I still think there's room for so fierce. Yeah, these bubbas, they're just sleeping. Just bubbing, just being good bubbas. Go get your dinner, bubbas. You ready for dinner? Go on. They're hungry. Yeah, Unreal Tournament 2004, 10 out of 10 game. Nice, very nice. Well, the next letter is V. And, and I if think, I'm a betting man, I think we share the V. I think we share I, V. Yeah, I think we're sharing a V Let, on let's this. Let's say it on the, on, on the count of three. On the count of count three. three. One, two, two three. Vampire. vampire. God, boom. boom. What a good game. <laughs> even, even if I had... Th- even, even if... 
I had managed to think of any other game starting with B, which I really couldn't. I couldn't either. <laughs> but even if I had, I still would have won. I would have put like 1886. <laughs> the border 1886. I would have tried to get like some sort of workaround of like Empire, comma V, right. <laughs> to like get it in there <laughs> for sure. Because this is a game that both of us. I don't even remember what. I think because it was just a. It was just October. A don't nod. And and we needed we needed a spooky game for October. And, and it was a don't nod game, which we is were the both going to play it. And yep. the, they don't not developed Life is Strange. Yeah. So we were like, oh, let's try this thing that is completely different yeah. and see how it rolls. And it, we were kind of worried about it because it was one that there were – it's like mixed reviews, really. It had it. received very middle-of-the-road reviews. And like some people said somewhat they tend hated more it. towards the, the negative, yeah. the ultra-negative. So we were kind of like, let's see what this is going to be. Yeah. And I think we were both – blown out of the water again by how it kind of was like the stardew effect of yeah. just we went into it expecting pretty much nothing and got so much got more than we bargained for we got we, we we got a treasure from that adventure yeah we really did you killed a bunch of people I uh, did. that you didn't it mean was to. accidental <laughs> it was an, ac an accidental miniature genocide if you will <laughs> because the night the, the vampire for the little bit of background there is it is more of an rpg it's a third person RPG. Third person RPG where you take the place, uh, the role of a doctor in London. Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, what's his Reed. Name? Reed. Jonathan Thank Reed. You. Thank yeah. you. Uh, who just recently returned, I believe, from World War One, yeah. because it's during the Spanish flu outbreak. Yeah. So it's like 1918, 1919, yeah, something, like that. something like that. So that picture of London is where it takes place. And it's dark. It's dreary. It's like it's. it's I mean, he's coming back to streets locked down by quarantine. Yeah. Very applicable for when we played it during the height of the the pandemic. Did we play it during that? Oh, we did. That's no, right. wait, it was the year before. It was. We played it in 2019. Yeah. And then the next year we were like, damn, it's dude, good thing we didn't save home. it for 2020 because this would not have landed. <laughs> so uh, we tried that out and it just, I think it was just the, it's, it's like I, I, I'm like blanking all of a sudden now, but like I'm just all parts of it. Like I think the, the like the morality system of it, yeah. where it was, you could be this vampire who goes out and just like because you immediately get turned into a vampire like yeah. as soon as the game starts. And you then, also discover at the beginning of the game that a vamp. Oh, that's the that's the setup. Like a vampire killed your sister, right? And you're trying to I think find her body, right? Something. Like and that. then you find her body, and then the vampire gets you. Oh no, you accidentally no, kill her. You kill her. You get turned into a vampire and then in your blood haze yeah. of just having become a vampire, she you accidentally you. kill your sister. Yeah. That cuz your body gets dumped into a mass grave because right. it's the Spanish flu. That's right. It yeah, took yeah, me yeah. a minute to remember that. I setup. same. I knew there was something with his sister right at the beginning. All right, but, and peace, Mary. Uh, for real. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like started this adventure where you then chose because you are a doctor and you still have that like role because you then go to a a different uh you go to a hospital and like you're tasked with still, you know, trying to save the lives of people. So it becomes this, this mix of, do you go full vampire and just go ham on people yeah. and just kill literally anybody you come in contact with? Or do you actually try to find a cure and use your immortality as like a way of like, okay, I understand there are times I'm going to have to, to eat, <laughs> but you I'm also, <laughs> I have to save the human race as a whole. And so, yeah, well, so here's the thing. The game really makes it an interesting payoff, like like the pros and cons, because you don't necessarily have to drink blood. Yeah, but when you do, it gives you access, kind of like the Dishonored ability system, right. of it gives you access to these sort of dark side abilities that make the game, so, A, 
easier right. and be more fun because they're yeah. all kind of like your fun little vampiric abilities of like summon the shadows from hell and like do a big spear or something Which like is that. So fun. Yeah, it's a because bunch of like, fun stuff. I, but I also feel like if, if I remember right, you gain that stuff too just from playing and like fighting enemies, bosses, and stuff like that. Right. You'll gain like blood to be able to upgrade your stuff and different things like that. But the whole, the whole, yeah, that like bit of morality to it. It impacts your choices because there are characters that if you do kill them or don't, like that has major impact on, on the rest have, of the city. Yeah, and in the story, so it was just one of those things where it really did feel. It's one of those RPG light games, I would say, where you feel like your choices actually do have an impact. Oh, they have a big impact. Big impact. This isn't like Horizon, where they're setting you up for like dialogue options, right. but then they all lead to the same place. The options in Vampire lead to drastically Drastic. different results. Which is kind of also Dishonored-esque, yes. because you know, Dishonored, if you let the rat infestation and the rat plague get too bad, then that creates like a bad ending in yeah. Dishonored too. But Or Dishonored also. Uh, but in Vampire, it has that same effect. And so just like, it's this, this dreary, yeah, like Almost the setting 19, is top the, tier. It is because it's, it's always night. It's always raining. It's always rainy streets gross. of London, and and the soundtrack is Chef's Kiss. The, the so track good. that plays in the West End, oh. so good, and just even like the menu music yeah. and everything like that. Oliver uh, or Olivia De, De, uh, Oliver I, Twist. <laughs> I, I butcher his last name. I apologize. Let me go look it up so I can see it. Uh, but it, it just a outstanding job just did a fantastic job and so i think this game is one that's like it you know we were talking about or you were talking about when you were streaming the order that the settings of the game feel very similar and they did that's really what i liked about the order 1886 is that it reminded me so much of vampire and in if vampire had had the graphics of or order 1886 oh my god i'm sure it probably would have made a bigger impact for sure but i think that people just sort of had like I will say, you do spend a lot of time re-going over the same areas. Yeah. There's a lot of like retreading the same ground. There is like the combat once you get into the groove of it does kind of feel a little samey, and like you know, and you will like refight the same enemy in the same place if you like go to the same stuff. If it's like the, not not like bosses, but just like scrub. Enemies. Yeah, scrub bosses. You know, it's it, it's kind of stuff like that. So I do see the, like a bit of the repetition that could lower it in some people's minds but just the overall everything else in it it did such a good job did such a good job i mean i feel like it definitely didn't deserve the hate that it got in the reviews i don't i think that those were just people expecting maybe an a big air quotes here triple a experience and feeling like they didn't get that i I feel like it did better than most triple a games do in quality for sure yeah for sure so vampire we can't recommend enough it's fantastic and the uh the composer is olivier de riviere Mm. i'm but I'm sorry, I, Oliver the River. I, I, I apologize. I said that terribly, but that's the composer Good goes to the to the vampire soundtrack. It is top. I think during my Order 1886 stream, Bromogan asked in chat, like, "Do you think vampire is actually worth the purchase?" Yes, absolutely. And you can get it cheap AF. Totally worth the purchase. Find a UCD on eBay for three bucks. Right. Buy the physical copy and have the best fifteen to twenty hours of gaming that you've probably had in a while. And we're about to get to like the Black Fridays 
time of year, like it'll probably go on sale. Oh, it's also if you can't find it for two dollars, <laughs> you're definitely going to be able to because it's old by this point. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. But uh, vampires are really good game for what it is. Very perfect for winter or spooky season. Yeah. I think it fits that. Don't play it in summer. Don't be a weirdo and play it in spring or summer. Spring or summer. Play it in its season. Nice. It was great as a spooky yeah. season game. I will say. All right. So let's move on then to W's. I have a good one for this. Okay, go ahead. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. Well, you start then. All right, all right. Well, mine, uh, it's a slight another comma one, but I'm I'm not counting it as a comma one, but it is, in fact, Will of the Wisps. Finally! Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. But the first game is Ori and the Blind Forest. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I'm calling it Will of the Wisps. Yeah, It counts for W. Uh, This game... Fantastic follow-up to Ori in the Blind Forest, which Ori in the Blind Forest is what I I would describe as the most emotionally impact impactful platformer I've probably played. A Metroidvania-esque game. It just like the story of it combined with the music is just so good. And uh, Ori in the Blind Forest is uh you know was a fantastic game and i loved it and i probably think i liked it more honestly than will the wisps but will the wisps still did everything that ori in the blind forest did well and it did add on to those things in like improved art improved you know graphical quality and stuff like that the music is still by gareth coker vocals with by ariel brighton still incredible top tier uh it still has that emotional impact and the beginning like beginning and end of the game it's bookended by some big gut punches yeah so get ready for that if you ever go and play it but it just it tells this incredible story in a like i know the metroid games and metroidvanias like are well known for like their stories and their their universes and stuff like that but none of those have ever stuck with me near as much and well and i haven't played like the metroid games but like i've played like guacamelee is a, a metroidvania i would say uh i've done a few others that now are escaping me blasphemous i would even say is close it, it is a metroidvania yeah. uh, i mean i think it's like I think the side scrolling platform on the castlevania yes. side but but yeah it definitely fits the category and so like i've played those None of them has stuck quite with me as hard as the Ori games have. And Will of the Wisps, I think, just creates incredible atmospheres, incredible, like great, like the gauntlet runs that you have to do at some points. The like the 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 movement and and the platforming of it is incredible. The platforming is very complex. Very like, complex. It, it goes places. One of the bosses you fight a spider in that game. Spoiler: I fucking hate I, spiders. I saw you so, fight like, that spider. That fight oh, was man. hard. Ooh. Like, which is a change. Will the Wisp, the or in or in the Blind Forest, the bosses were pretty much just gauntlet runs. Like yeah. you had to do like an obstacle course. Will the Wisps did incorporate some of that, but also just threw in straight up boss fights, just which the traditional were boss fight difficult. Yeah. So I remember seeing you struggle mightily against yeah, that. I streamed through all of Will the Wisps. It was a great game, great time. I recommend. The studio unfortunately came out as being shitty. Oh, they did? Or the, the head of the studio did, was. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, no. Like a, Moon Studio. Like a year ago or so. Oh. So that kind of put a, a damper on it. So I do have to say that. But Gross. also, But uh, the game itself, fantastic. Yeah. So uh, that hear, was my W. Hearing you talk about other Metroidvanias being strong on story, I'm not sure that I would agree with that statement. Really? I feel like Ori is like, is like leaps the outlier? and bounds yeah, of having okay, an actual I didn't want to, story. I didn't want to speak out of turn. So that Mainly because better. I have played quite a few of the uh, 2D Metroid games. I mean, Metroid Samus Returns is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. The one that came before it... 
Oh, no, I'm thinking of Dread. Uh, oh. Dread that came after it did a very good job as well. But I would say I that they are... Dread. That looks fun. They're not good on story. They are incredible at world building. See, and I think they knock the world building out of the park. I think the stories are like, you're just fighting a big bad guy. And I think sometimes with the, with those type of games, especially where the combat and... Or like, not the combat, but like... The Hollow Knights. Oh, Hollow Knight. Uh, Well, Hollow Knight is different. Hollow Knight has the best. Well, you know what? Even then, Hollow Knight's story is not... I mean, unless you really look for it, and I think it ties more to the world building again. Like, it's world building is the story. And I think that's where, for me, with the the Metroidvanias and stuff like that, where they, like, lose their luster for me a little bit, is that I'm already so challenged by the gameplay. Like, I don't want to have to go searching for the things that make the story worth it. Yeah. Whereas in Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, the story is a part of it and it's presented yeah. to you. You know, it's call that what it may like. It's just, it's just what I like with those types of games. Yeah. And so like, I feel like it does it like even Mario is a platformer and like the Mario story is you save Peach. Yeah. Mario's you know story I mean? is nothing. You could exactly. take Peach out of it and just be like, Mario, just go on like a fun little adventure. You right. don't have to have a reason. Just go explore. Have exactly. fun. <laughs> so, you know, I think with that and then having the story that is more like, here's a really hard platformer with a really fantastic story that is emotional and has these emotional yeah. moments that really keeps me more tied in and more connected to it. And so I think that's why those stand out. For me. I think your feedback on the story of Ori being built, the story, if you will, get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> being built into it is sort of the defining factor because when I think about hollow Knight, which I said earlier is still probably my favorite game sure. of all time at this point, you can play the game and beat it without ever really digging deeper into the story at all. Right. Which I think is the difference. The story of Hollow Knight is essentially optional, whereas with Ori, it's not. And I, and I think that that is what sort of sets Ori apart in terms of being a highly, maybe not necessarily story-driven, but story-centric, a yeah. story-centric game. For sure. Anyways, good choice. Yeah, that's my W. Speaking of story-centric games, the one that I want to talk about, haven't gotten to talk about in a long time, Wander Song. Good old Wander Song. I remember talking about this one. Wander Song. You're not playing that game for the gameplay. You absolutely are not. You're just not. It looks like cardboard, not cardboard, uh, construction paper. Mm. It looks like construction paper characters cut out and just moving around the screen. And it is ultra charming. It is such a cute game. You play as a character simply called the Bard. I don't think you have a name beyond that. Yeah. Uh, And pretty early on in the game, you meet a witch named Millie? Meryl? Her name might Millie Vanilli. I feel like it's Meryl or something like that. It's a, it's a women's name with an M that you don't hear often. Uh, but Matilda. You, Matilda, sure. <laughs> but you meet this witch fairly early on, and you as the bard are extremely positive. You are just effervescent. You are overflowing with energy to give to the world in the form of your song, which... There it is. We got the trophy. Oh, for we got the trophy. Yeah. You didn't see it on screen, but we did. Anyways, we got the stray trophy for sleepy times. Good for us. We've been going an hour. Yeah, going an hour. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, good to know. Uh, but the, the story is that you as the bard are going through the world that you know and love. And I think pretty early on, the conflict is you realize that someone is going around and killing the gods, essentially, of your world that keep it together. Together. Oh no. 
But the problem is you kind of have to because the gods are getting so old that they're sort of turning into crazed monsters. So you kind of have to slay them or somebody has to slay them. But is that really the only option? That's true. Like, that's kind of the question is like, is it, is it really the right thing to be doing for the hero who is not the bard? The hero is a named character called the hero. Is what the hero doing right? Mm. Is the hero going around and killing these uh, these basically building blocks of your universe the right thing to do? Because if the hero succeeds your universe as you know it will collapse and die. So the Bard and Meryl, I'm just going to call her Meryl, uh, the Bard and Meryl's dilemma is they're trying to, initially they're trying to help the hero. And then they kind of come to this, you know, standpoint of, is this right? Yeah. Like, is this like the hero, you know, it's the hero. It, it we're, we're, The hero's doing what's air quotes right. But there's this big uh, just undercurrent of, about but, that but yeah, is that actually the yeah. right approach so the bard and meryl are essentially going they're sort of following in the footsteps of the hero trying to stop her okay. uh, and it's just a really interesting game of talking to different people about their feelings it's really more of a it's very much a character and story driven like you like there's no point in playing that game if you're not there for the story so it's a lot of talking tons of dialogue a little bit of gameplay in the form of playing your songs which are sort of presented on a ping wheel and the way that they incorporate them into the gameplay is very fun and interesting uh but it's definitely not for everyone yes sam we still have to go through the last three letters but there there's not yeah there's there's not not much much there there. so we'll probably be like what 20 minutes? Yeah, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. Thank you. BB bird. Uh, So, yeah. So, yeah. Wander Song's little song mechanic is very fun and fun to do, but it's not, you know, it's not really the reason to play the game. You're playing it for the bard and for Meryl and to find out what happens to their universe. Uh, So, I would definitely recommend it if you can find it on sale. It's quite a short game. I think it's maybe five to six hours, if that. So if you can find it on sale, definitely pick it up. It, for what it is, it's very charming and very engaging. It's just definitely not for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, I find I found Wander Song very fun. And then we've got quite a few suggestions, at least from Bro Mogan, in the chat. WarioWare, and they and he said that he put Wargroove, Wargroove. for his. Yeah. Wargroove has a good, good boy, a good doggo. Nice. So I understand the Wargroove one. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, it is time then to move into the last three letters of the alphabet. And I'm not going to lie. I don't have one for any of them. I do, but not if, I for... I want to guess your Z. I think I might know it. I think you know what it is, too, because we've talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Let me pull up my list to make sure I'm not forgetting anything else. I kind of thought we could do honorable mentions in here if we didn't have them. But also, we can just finish up this... <laughs> So I good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have anything for X. Yeah, I for Y. Like, oh, maybe X for Mega Man. Mega Man X. I guess I could probably talk about Mega Man X four. Yeah, I I like I've only played like a little bit of the Mega Man. I kind of thought like, is there some like X Men game or something like that? But I, I don't think like... there's XCOM, which yeah. is like the big series of for x games yeah, that's a good one and it's like i've played similar genre games but never the XCOM. mario rabbits yeah that's mario basically XCOM. Yeah. so like i played games like that but no i've never gone into like the actual x's 
at all. I mean, I feel like for the letter Y, I feel like I'm just sort of missing something. Like, it's I one of the things like where in my I'll brain, I feel like that I must just be forgetting something. I know I know, Kirok plays a good Y game, and there's also all the Yakuza games. Oh, oh, yeah. All so, the Yakuza but, like, games. I haven't got to those yet. Me neither. Um, and then... Ark is suggesting a Xena game, but if there is one, there probably is one. I've definitely never Man, played I it. There, do you get to be like PS One style? Yeah, PS One Xena game. That sounds <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, obviously, there's like a couple of Yu-Gi-Ohs in there oh, too. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh. But I think the one that probably like I know uh, Kirok is playing if he comes back and listens to this is the East. Oh yeah, the East JRPGs. Why? He probably he would. I think he is playing one of yeah, them. Yeah, uh, he like he's told us he was. Yeah, he played um at least East Eight, I think. Yeah, Lacrimosa of Dana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a while so, ago, though. There are those. So if you like Yakuza, or the one the East that games. I would put forward on behalf of Fuchsia, Fuchsia Rascal, friend of the show. <gasps> Ark with the save. There it is. Year walk. Okay. I yes. thought I was reading this and thought that's the one. Stuff. Oh my god! Thank you, Ark. That is such a save. Year walk. All right, tell me rules. about rules. Year, year walk. You can find it on Steam. It's still available, but it was originally an iOS game. Ah. It was a mobile game that was so cool. They ported it to to Steam and maybe even to the Wii. It played it on the Wii. Oh, <laughs> it was my Wii that I found it on. I found it on the Wii Shop channel, just trolling around for games one night, found a game for like two bucks, and I was like, sure, I'll buy it. I think it was one of those nights where I was a few beers in, and I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, shopping spree. Uh, so Year Walk is a sort of point-and-click style puzzle game with big horror stylings. It's got some gruesome scenery. It deals with some heavy themes. Mm. So it's it's not necessarily for the, the weak of heart. Uh, I don't truly remember the entire premise. Other than that, the concept of a year walk I think comes from maybe Sweden or one of the other Scandinavian countries. And it's the idea that on New Year's Eve at midnight, you go for this walk that is meant to sort of symbolize your past year going into your new year. So it's sort of this uh, almost spiritual journey kind of thing. And that also applies to your protagonist. So I think your protagonist has either recently broken up with his girlfriend or maybe she died mm. or you died. Ooh. I can't remember exactly what the details are. It was all very dreamlike and that's on purpose. The year walk is supposed to be this surreal space sort of between spirituality and time of like are you it's sort of that um the space between the veil between the worlds got it. so it's got a lot of very ghostly themes going on to it the puzzles are all based around different i think mythological creatures that maybe come out of scandinavian lore very interesting stuff spooky vibes out the wazoo basically you trip balls and go for a hike yep he's awesome it. basically you trip <laughs> balls and go for a hike but the hike is scary <laughs> Not, uh, not scary, not the good kind of tripping balls. Yeah, on. Year Walk, I will just say this, because I don't want to spoil on any of the story stuff because it is really interesting. Year Walk is a game that you play either on New Year's Eve or on Halloween night, and it is perfect How long for is that short. Oh, okay. Oh, man. If you, if you know what you're doing and if you know how to solve the puzzles couple hours again it's one of those super short sweet games it was a mobile game it's oh, okay. not long uh but it is extremely fun and i would very highly recommend it if very you've cool. got an iphone it might still be available for iphone 
Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, let's check see. it out. I need I need mobile game recommendations. Yeah. Once I'm stuck on Marvel Snap right now. Thanks a lot, bro, Morgan. <laughs> it's fun though. I don't. I don't yeah. I'm not saying that as mad. I'm saying thank you. It's nice. a very fun game. But yeah, Year Walk is an OG fave of mine. Good very save, cool. Ark. Good save. Very cool. All right, I have nothing for Y. Uh, so let's finish. I just don't. There's no. There's nothing there. <laughs> Got uh, anything for Z? I don't. Oh my God, what uh, Jared? I could. I could do throwback from my youth, from when I was a wee lad. I could say, zoo, comma, putt-putt goes to. Wow. <laughs> Yoshi's Crafted World, yeah. Okay, I could say that for a W. I played the For dim. a W? Oh, why? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I played the demo of that. It was pretty fun. Sam played it all the way through, and she loved it. So yeah, I'll say why. Yoshi's World, uh, Crafted World, or whatever. I mean, really, any of the Yoshi games. That's true. You've played, probably played Yoshi and Smash. Yeah. That counts. That would count. Super Smash Brothers would have been a great S game, too. Damn. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's finish this up, then, with Z. Do you have Uh, one? I don't. Uh, Again, like, Zoo Tycoon, like, I've played maybe 30 minutes of. I I really can't claim that, I don't think. Uh, So, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know. Xenon the sequel. Yes. That would be amazing. Get that double Z in there. But, no, I haven't played that one, either. (laughs) And I'm trying to think back. Is there some, like, game from my childhood of things? Like, that's... uh, Zoo Tycoon was a really good Zoo Tycoon is a great suggestion. We just haven't played Had it. Had I actually played it. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to give it there. But you do have a... Oh, and you... I think you know what it is. I think you had a guess. I did have a guess. Is it Zone of the Enders? Yeah, Zone of the Enders. Yeah, so that. this was... I probably must have been 10 to 12. Okay. Because I think we were still living at our second house in Tennessee that I can remember. Uh, Zone of the Enders is a batshit crazy game. I think from the PlayStation 2 era. Um, Yeah, Zone of the Enders. Wow. So, Bromogan probably barely remembers that game because, as I recall, I don't think we owned it. I think this is a game that we rented from Blockbuster. An old, old reach back to a time before many of you Zoomers can even remember (laughs) where we had these stores called Blockbuster and Hollywood Video where you could go and rent mostly VHSs, but then eventually DVDs, and then they got smart and started doing video games too. And then eventually Didn't help them in the long run, but it was a good effort. (laughs) Uh, So Zone of the Enders is an old, not necessarily old school, but it's one of the older mech games that i can remember there's tons of gundam games out there right but i think a lot of them are mostly based around strategy and there's like the um what's that one that people love that's like the big mechs and the and it's a tactical rpg i'm never gonna breach into the, into breach. the breach yeah people love into the breach but this was not like that zone of the enders is a mech slash flight simulator because you as anime character boy who knows what his name is we'll call him sasuke (laughs) from the naruto uh you pilot this mech as part of some nonsense military operation against i think an i think i think it's an alien invasion i think you're fighting against either aliens or enemy mechs of some kind uh and you're trying to save a girl because of course you are she gets shot later and i'm pretty sure she dies (laughs) anyways but the um the way that you would move around in the game was truly insane because you're in this mech and it's third person view but you're also trying to move your mech in fully 3d space so the entire range of motion is available to you up down left right diagonals loop-de-loops and positioning yourself in that space to win and like to fight i remember was very challenging 
I feel like if I went back and tried to play it now, I would probably be like, it's fucking easy. <laughs> but as a kid that wasn't accustomed to that kind of range of motion in a mech of like, well, you also have to aim and shoot at stuff. It was actually quite hard. Yeah. Uh, and it was definitely one of the most unique games that I can remember playing kind of ever. And I'm not necessarily saying it's good because I like Zone of the Enders was fascinating, but I... I, it, it's fine. Yeah. I don't really remember loving it, nor do I remember hating it. So it must have just been a perfectly it was a game middle. You played. It was a game I played from <laughs> Blockbuster. And really, that's the most I can say about it. Um, I think it got one sequel that I did not play. Who knows? <laughs> that, that's Zone of the Enders. There you go. So, yeah, go look up some footage of it. Zone of the Enders was fucking wild. What a crazy game. Do a little research on it. Matt Matt McMuscles on YouTube needs to do a Zone of the Enders What Happened video so nice. that someone can nice. understand what went into that game. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I had when he said uh, over in the chat, uh, Bro Mogan says Zombie U, the famous Wii U game. And I almost thought, I was like, oh, I do have a Z because I thought it was Zombie Island. It's not Zombie Island, it's Dead Island. You fight Aww, zombies. Good I thought try. that was going to do it. Uh, but no, I, I, that was going to be another Rage 2 moment for me. I, like, I hated that game. I wanted to because the tra- it was the one that had like this really, 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 really great trailer where like was in slow motion and played from reverse. So and, and played in reverse and everything with this really slow, uh, like piano uh, soundtrack to it. Fantastic. So I really thought this game was going to be great. It's dealing with zombies. It was not great. Spoiler alert. And, and uh, like Dead Island 2 has been in development hell for fucking years. And I would so, be amazed like, if it ever comes out. I think it actually is still. I think oh my it, God. one of the last conferences, I think. Oh, because Goat Simulator 3 made fun of, it. Made fun of the trailer. And I think that like kind of got people being like, where is this again? And I feel like they were, they said like, Oh, it's actually, yeah, we're, we're still coming out with it. It's just still going to be a bit more. So I thought that was going to work. Uh, but no, I'm, I can't claim, I can't claim zombie. Island. Bro Mogan coming through with the great fun facts. Uh, he says the mechs from zone of the enders were designed by the person who designed the metal gears. from oh. Metal Gear. Huh? How about them apples? How about them apples? That's pretty cool. Zone of the enders. Fascinating. Yeah. Learn more every day. More you know. Oh, another fun fact about Zone of the Enders that uh-huh. I'll always remember. I think I wanted to purchase the game, but Mama would not let me because yeah. it was rated T for teen. And one of the reasons they cited on the box for it being rated T for teen were that the mechs were anatomically correct. Yeah. Which just meant that they had metallic like cod pieces and like kind of metallic boobs. But that was like the lightest lightest anatomical I thought you were gonna say they are anatomically correct and just no. have huge swing no penis. they absolutely did not but like my mom read that on the box and she was like no and I was like mom they're just robots they are just big have robots have you ever heard of robot sex it can happen yeah she was not having it so we never did get to purchase Zone of the Enders which is why we didn't finish it and no one remembers it to this day because their moms would not let them hey, have Zone of the Enders moms either moms have a lot of control over what over the state of the oh, industry oh man I mean. yeah no no language, no booba. We could only play games that had no blood. <laughs> <laughs> I had friends growing up who couldn't play games until they were like 16, I think, where you where you shot people. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I had to play Unreal Tournament at Jesse's house. Yeah. Our mom wouldn't let us have that game. Hell no. They said bitch. 
oh my out loud God. in that game. Like, in the context of, die, bitch. <laughs> like, Unreal Tournament was not fucking around. <laughs> and now do they do your parents log on to you onto this show to hear the latest? And... They are disappointed every time they hear it. They're like, oh, our children. <laughs> I feel like I remember one episode way back when. My dad. dad I dropped an F-bomb really early on. <laughs> And he and he like texted me to be like, young lady. <laughs> You'd be like, deal with it, dad. I say, fuck now. Yeah, I was like, I'm a tool. I pay my own rent. I can say the f word if I want. I've, I've, I'm pretty oh, sure. Man. I don't. Know, I don't know if my parents have listened to an episode all the way through yet, but I've I've had Hilarious. the same fear. It kept me. It kept me restricted for a while. Yeah, now. incredible. By the way, pass me my pen. I need to add oh, a couple more yeah, people yeah, onto this. On yeah, my mom and dad. Yeah, I need oh, to yeah. add your parents' names. Ron and Angie, or just Wilson fam. Wilson fam. Do Wilson fam. Wilson, I'll put you on. How about a hand? I don't sure. have enough on that. Will, will you do it for sure. me? I'm not left-handed. <laughs> will I am. I'll just scoot, scoot on over here. Way. Give us a little scooch. Wilson fam. Yeah, get the sound effects in there. Wilson fam. And then on here, can you write Carolyn? Carolyn. Yeah, you did. Oh. You did write Caroline, which is not correct. That's not? <laughs> no. Carolyn. L-Y-N. Oh. This is Caroline. Those are two different names. Okay, let me fix it. Let me fix it. <laughs> yeah, cross out the line. <laughs> uh, the I, the I. Yeah, just cross out Look, we're going to fix it. Nobody's even going to know. Okay. <laughs> see? See? Nobody knew. Nobody could tell. <laughs> Uh, All right, everybody. Well, that wraps up our list of the ABCs of video games. This is Volume 7. All year. We've been working on this all year. It's good to get one. But it was nice. In a year where we had, which again, thank you for sticking with us, everybody. Because in a year where we had the most random ass posting schedule ever, this was like a good follow like line to like be like we can record an episode this week what do we do let's do the other another yeah. abcs so we got this one done uh hopefully yes in the next year we will be able to get back to a more consistent schedule uh but you know what we, we were doing what we could do yeah we do our best we do every our day best. And when and sometimes we can't, and that's just the reality of life when you're over thirty. That's true. <laughs> now for the one, two, threes of video games, a never ending list. We could probably at this time revisit our top tens. Oh yeah. It's been a while. It's been a couple years. We could it's probably revisit years. that. I think. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. We'll we'll think about it. But we'll also might be a second be- before we recommit to another big series. But also I do want to say I know we we touched on it one of the last episodes and stuff like that but maybe I think, we should just expand it to 11 through 20 and have those mid-tier ones kind of battle it true. out that would be interesting that would be kind of fun because that really and a new list like top 10 is tough because it's so competitive yeah but i feel like it will be maybe even more competitive for the middle ground that's true the ones that you're just like this game's kind of fun <laughs> is it good enough for my top 20 though? see i feel like vampire is going to be in that 11 Ooh, to 20 range it would be it yeah. would be for sure so yeah, we'll have to do that. Uh, but I also know because we're we're not scared of YouTube anymore. We need to get back to doing the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. episodes. Let's let's get back to soundtrack. Let's do one of those very absolutely. Soon. I agree. So, I agree with that. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, special live episode. Now, this does not mean this is the end of our extra. We're live just stream. ending the recording. Uh, we're ending the recording so, we so we can have a YouTube. nice little bow on the yeah. end of it, you know. But it is what's a little after six. Oh, almost seven. We got Whoops. eat dinner. We're, we're gonna eat hungry. dinner really quick. We'll come back in here so we won't leave you alone, or yeah. one of us will. We'll swap in and out. Uh, and then once we get finished with that, we're gonna do like the last hour or so of our day. 
Uh, we might just we play either... some Mario Party or some yeah, Mario. Kart. Let's do Mario Kart. Let's yeah. just end on a good on We've a good got ender. Online, we'll do some Mario. Can join. Yeah, we'll do some Mario Kart. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, let us go grab some food. Have a quick second to eat something because yeah, the hungers are real right now. Yeah, um, we hungry. Do you want to go grab your plate and I can entertain the folk and yeah. then uh, and, and then, then I'll go grab put, mine. Put me back on Hollow Knight. And oh, okay, cool. Where's playing. your switch? In here, I'll okay. just leave it in there for now. All right, cool. We're well, all- I mean, I can just go ahead and put oh, it on okay. there because, like, I got to switch over stuff anyway. So, all thanks right. everybody. I'm go eat. Uh, we'll be right back with some games in just a second while I switch, switch stuff around. <laughs>